This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It is now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. I'm Mike Ross along with Michelle McQuig and Juwita Gupta. Special news panel as we're talking about Disability Employment Awareness Month. And I want to wrap up with both of you by asking you briefly here about a broader sort of question. Because now we're, we're at a point now where after a couple of years of pandemic restrictions and workplace uh, you know, closings, uh, working from home, a lot of offices now want people to come back to that in-office work environment. And so the, these employers have to take sort of steps and, and offer incentives in bringing people back. And I'm wondering um, what, what you think some of those incentives would need to be to get people to come back to the office to make that more palatable. Michelle? I think that's kind of the million-dollar question, and I'm not sure if I have an answer to it. I know that so many employers are really struggling with this, and I don't know if anyone has really found a winning formula. I'm not even sure if there can be a, a broad one. I think any winning formulas have to be sort of built around the, the workforce that's in place and the culture that's in place at, at a given company. Um, I will say that I think flexibility is something that people are, are valuing more and more. We talked about that in the context of employees with disabilities, but I think that's true everywhere. I think people would like to have some say over when they can come into the office. Uh, if an employer, let's say, has an expectation that people come in X number of days a week, I think people might value a chance to, to say when those days can be, uh, if, if it has to suit their, their childcare schedule or their their own personal health needs or whatnot. I think that's one that people would, would, would really value. Um, some employers I know have also incentivized things by, by changing office locations and moving into sort of smaller, more nimble spaces. Sometimes they're more centrally located. Um, and that has worked for some people I know to, to make coming into the office a little bit more attractive if they're coming into a new space or a more conveniently situated one. But I don't think that would necessarily be applicable across the board. Um, those of you who follow the the antics of Dave Brown Consulting know that I am not the idea guy. This is not my, <laughs> my forte. So I, 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 but I, this is an issue that I'm watching with interest because I'm not sure if anyone is really fastened on a winning formula yet. Julia? Many people with disabilities would actually push back and say that working from home has made it possible for them to work at all. And so the first thing I'll say is that the the, that returning to the office may not be for everybody, and employers have to be very sensitive to that, especially when we're dealing with employees with disabilities. Many of them may have taken the job with the understanding that they'd be able to work from home in perpetuity because that's what they need in order to work uh, with a disability. With that caveat in place, um, a lot of Michelle, my points have already been covered by Michelle, hybrid environments where you come in a few days a week having some flexibility about uh, which day of the week that is. But there are other things that, I mean, there are other things that employers could do uh, that, I mean, if I was being asked to go back into the office, which nobody has asked me, uh, really, but there are other things that they could ask me, uh, they could do which would make it more palatable for me. Moving into a more centrally located office would be nice, uh, but also things like uh, if you drive a car, 
compensating for gas. If you're not having to go into the office, if it was previously possible to do your job from home and now you're going in to do the same job from the office, maybe, you know, putting a bit of money towards your gas or validating your parking, uh, you know, for the day. Or, you know, if you really want to be generous and I'm spitting out ideas, maybe, you know, throw in a couple of vouchers for lunch at a local restaurant, you know, make it worth my while because people are really happy to mingle with their co-workers but let's face facts you, if you work from home and you were able to do your work, job from home you may be scratching your head as an, a worker and saying well why do you want me to come back in the office because suddenly I'm having to rush around in the morning and I'm having to pack coffee and make a lunch and drop the kids off at daycare if I can just sidestep that and keep doing my job without all the stress of, of the commute why wouldn't I do that so employers have to be really creative about it uh, to try and attract workers to go back into the workforce in person it has been a really interesting conversation. I'm afraid that because of some of the technical issues that we've had, we're out of time on this one. But uh, there's still lots that uh, we can discuss moving forward. And I'm sure Dave would love to jump into this conversation with both of you. I appreciate both of your patience and uh, your understanding here today. Thank you very much for joining me in this conversation. Joita, thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. And to you, Michelle, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks, Joita, for pitching this panel topic idea. It was fun. Joita Gupta is the host of The Pulse on AMI-audio, and Michelle McQuig is the weekend news editor at the Canadian Press. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.